Hello and welcome to Lock Your Doors, a Halloween podcast. My name is Josh Needle and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Travis Troller. Travis, say hello. I am setting the tone for you. I think I'm hitting the keys pretty close. No, not even at all. That's completely off. I think, maybe, I don't know. I should know. Joshua I watched is today. trying to open the show and I'm giving him some ambiance because I'm saying all of these words in the key of whatever this song is. <laughs> Why do you do, do this it. to me? This is the show for all things in the world of the most iconic horror franchise of all time, Halloween. We cover everything from movie news and reviews to in-depth discussions regarding every aspect of everyone's favorite As- mass murderer. Aspect. Is that what I said? I said you, aspect. No, you went you went aspect. Is that a word? No, it's not. Hence why I'm calling oh. it out. I don't. I don't. Whatever that is. We're looking at every aspect of the Halloween films coming at you live. You can just put that in, so that way it cuts abruptly from you to me finishing oh, your sentence. Gosh. Or, uh, discussions regarding every aspect of everyone's favorite mass murderer Michael Myers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Next stop, Haddonfield. Haddonfield, yeah. Now, I'm starting to learn what you're gonna rehearse and say at the beginning of it, so that way I can say it along with you. So it feels oh, like we're saying the same sentence. That's when you're supposed to jump in and say what I'm saying. <laughs> But I didn't know you were saying. They're saying it, yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fan theory: Michael is Jesus resurrected, and he's coming That's... back. He's coming back because he's killing all the sinful people on this world. Is that the sequel to our fan film? Is that what it's going to be? It would actually make sense because then I have a reason for me to take off the mask and like I have long hair. It's like, oh, he's just Jesus. <laughs> He's just Jesus, guys. Oh, he's just he's just Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, but like it'll be in in a format that you can probably live with because you probably said you don't really like Rob Zombie's like long haired fucking Michael. So no, um, Travis, how you doing, buddy? I'm okay. It's the new year. It is the new year. This is our first show of the new year. Um, we'd have we uh last did one in December. We are back for January. And as it is January, we are going to be, uh, we are perfectly lined up now for every single month. Every episode is going to be a, a review of a Halloween film leading up to Halloween ends this October. Uh, so that's really, really fun and exciting. So I will definitely be rewatching a handful of these before, as we uh, rewatch and review all of them. So that is very, very exciting. Getting into some news. We don't have too much stuff, but I do want to talk about some stuff uh, that has been going on in the last few weeks. Uh, first things first, nothing crazy, although I thought Travis would be uh interested in it i don't care that much but we got some new masks that were announced from trick-or-treat studios which i think is the company that made your mask correct uh yes yes I okay yeah so. yes so they they apparently they do like a thing every year where they show off like all their new merch to investors and stuff and they revealed a bunch of new stuff from both halloween 2018 uh halloween kills and halloween 2 um these are all the new masks they are going to be releasing this year. And I thought they would be cool to talk about a little bit because I think some of them are really cool. I don't know if I'll buy any of them, but I do like 
a lot of them, except for the weird blonde hair. Well, you blonde. you you know what that one's from. Wait, you, well, that's that's not from four. No, 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 no. So basically, that's like a kind of like a that's like a diehard fan mask right there. So basically, in Halloween two, they had this one part in the film. Oh, where, you I, know yes. exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Where basically, it's just like a, a simple shot. Michael is like in the hallway, and just in between the cutting back and forth between characters, there's one shot where it cuts back to Michael, and he goes and he turns his head, and he for some reason like he's got like literally pink flesh skin for the mask and blonde hair. It's like super quick. It's like a two second shot, and then we go back. But people always noticed it, and I watched like a behind the scenes thing and that was because of the fact that i think they had multiple masks like on set for like standby but for some reason this day uh they like for, for some reason like they had this one that wasn't finished like it had for some reason the bleached hair before they colored it and they had the the peach skin before they painted it and um i remember like i think like somebody that was close to john carpenter on set that day was like all right somebody go get the mask we're about to shoot and whoever was part of the prop department ran in there and thought they meant just that one so they grabbed it didn't think that it was going to be a problem even though it was clearly a continuity error and just handed mm -hmm. it off they put it on and they like got the shot like nobody even bothered to notice how a big thing like the mask drastically looking different in this one shot like it, it was the it was the biggest slip up ever nobody really knows why it happened it just did but yeah that's why that's there which i find pretty fucking hilarious actually because like people nice. are going other way like all right one of the stupidest mistakes i think in the the halloween films is like now kind of like a piece of merchandise it's like it's yeah, just yeah, hilarious yeah. i do like how they double down on some of that stuff like instead of just trying to hide it they like they embrace the the thing like mistakes and stuff like that well i mean of course uh, the, this company yeah. that you know that's gonna of yeah. course they're gonna do that it's another mass that they could sell so, yeah. i mean, yeah, I mean if you're a yeah. collector and you know, like all this, like, you know, you have this knowledge and everything, you're going to oh, yeah. have that mask. That way, when somebody walks in and sees it, it's like, what's that freaky one, Vic? Let me tell you a story, you know, like, it's, it's just yeah. a nice conversation starter. But yeah. So looking at all these masks, are any of them that might interest you in uh, getting any more? I don't know if you wanted to, you were getting, playing on ever getting another Michael Myers I don't, mask, but. I see. I don't really know if I plan on getting uh, another one. I mean, I do know that like with personal favorites, I love the ones that are like Halloween two and the first one like the originals and everything because they yeah. just have the classic look i'm just a fan yeah. of the classic look i never cared yeah, me too about how they looked in the later iterations i i was the one that i don't ha have in close possession of is uh the rob zombie ones and i mean like mm -hmm. the 2018 yeah. just halloween one no not 2018 jesus christ done seven yeah yeah i'm losing track of time um that one i did enjoy because i thought it had all the characteristics that it needed to have that original look but i love the the dirtiness and like kind of like the, yeah. the the crackling like of the skin and everything i thought it looked really cool that and uh, honestly michael's whole aesthetic there he just looked grungier to me and i kind of like it, it makes him look a little bit more badass a little bit more intimidating yeah. that's always a look i'd personally go for like if i had the option to like go to like a convention and i was going to dress up i would do rob zombies michael and i could pull it off because with the long hair and everything so like yeah. that's and also that's he's, one of my favorites and also that's like the like the tallest version of like oh he's yeah a, that guy's like he's a huge giant oh yeah like i would go yeah. all out dude because i love the look yeah. from head to toe i like the mask the coveralls were like that washed brown but with like the dark yeah. blood on the uh, dried out on the chest and they always made an effort to like in every single scene he would always have dried blood on his hands which makes sense because like he's not washing his hands in between sets like mm -hmm. like I, I just like that extra sense of detail 
that the whole attire and getup had in those Rob Zombie films. So like, it's it's good. Like, I would go for yeah. that one if I were to buy another one because those ones just nice. they it just there's a there's a monster aspect to it. I love just so much. Yeah. Looking at all these, the ones I I think the only one that really like stands out to me is the the final battle one from Halloween 2018 where he has like the slash in his face. I think that looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um the other one I kind of like is the the blood tears one from Halloween 2. That one's cool. That's a yeah, um, that's a that's like a classic look. And yeah. I, I did more of a novelty got, thing, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like I did um when I got my mask, that one was mm-hmm. right next to it. And I did take some time and I look at it and there was I was making some decision on which one I would want. And it did come down to the Halloween two mask and then the version of it with the blood drifts. But in my head, it's like the blood, the, the bloody tear eyes. That's like very, very specific to me. I feel like the one that was more of a blank canvas is for kind of like a, any occasion sort of cosplay, you know? So especially like the one you got, like it's more usable for, if you want to use it for something, whereas the blood is very, very specific. That's that's honestly also what I was thinking because I was like when I before I bought it I was like I'm gonna go with the one that doesn't have anything on it because I have a feeling we're gonna use this for something and we did yeah so like it's been like I was just like we're probably smart enough that if we want to give him blood eyes we can just do that when we need to I mean come on yeah so the ones I find really iffy are the ones like towards the bottom I find it interesting the the Myers face mask it's basically you get those are weird. It's 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 interesting. So the Myers face mask is that, but without the hair, which I get because there's some hardcore like cosplayers that they they have a specific uh, route that they like to go with the hair because everybody believes that there's Michael has kind of like a specific style that's pertinent like mm-hmm. to them. Like nobody has a no. A lot of uh, diehard fans they have a specific look they want to go for, so they'll buy the mask blank canvas and then they'll put in the hair follicles like themselves and everything. Which I think I I mean all for it. I I like that they give that option for hardcore cosplayers. But the one I know is kind of a cheap shot is the uh, the the one right next with the Myers. What is it? Vac vacuum form, whatever the yeah. hell it's called. It's literally just a face shell that goes on the front of your face. I've seen. Yeah masks like that recently they're just so goofy i'm like it's not that hard it's not that expensive to make an entire head mask this is the cheapest and most iconic mask in the world like why are you like why are you cheapening out for like a face a plastic face shell like you just look stupid come on yeah um so yeah that's about it for the masks i don't have anything else to say i think they some of them look cool i probably won't get any but that's also just because i'm cheap and i don't know real reason or place to use a mask I'm more focused on trying to get into 3D printing, and I want to. I want to start making some. That'd be cool. Yeah, That'd I want to cool. start making some some actual like legit like mass like you know a Red Hood, Batman, Cal, yeah. Daredevil. I was looking at today like That'd be cool. Netflix Daredevil stuff. Like I, I want us to start making some really sick props. That'd be awesome. Last thing we got on the agenda before we get to our main discussion, um, we talk about Halloween Kills, the extended cut, uh, which I did watch actually today. Um, I'm assuming you have not seen it. I have not seen it. I remember, I think yeah, last, uh, I think last episode you talked about yeah. it being yeah, yeah, it was consistent coming. and you probably said the typical, make sure you watch it if you can before this happens. And I didn't. So you can it's just okay. fill me in on if it made it's, it better than what it was, um, if it explained things. So it, I watched it today and I've only seen, I only saw the, where did you the, watch it? 
I just rented it. It was on digital. Okay, that, that, um, that's that was the main thing because usually I don't watch something uh, uh, like at home unless it's been thrown on a streaming service. I already yeah, had, so that, that explains. Um, it. yeah, I rented it was like five bucks, but I rented it um today, and it's. I will say I've kind of some things in the movie I like a lot better than the first time, and other things I hate a lot more um, mm. than I already did. But I, I might I think my main takeaway from the movie is just I think of everything prior to the hospital scene where they see the guy kind of makes his escape and like the whole mob thing happens. Everything before that, I think is pretty good. I think there's some iffy stuff with like the group of characters that are really stupid, but taking them out and looking at everything else prior to that, like in that first half, it's pretty solid. Once it gets to the mob stuff is when it completely loses me. And it's yeah, like, it's, it's, okay. It's, so it's a, it's a, yeah, that was, that was my worry because me and you both shared the same thing that yeah. we, we kind of get lost on the mob stuff. And I was honestly hopeful that an extended cut would maybe make those a little, no, less it's still, and, to me. I, and so I'm rewatching them and watching the extended cut. It doesn't really add much. Um, the only thing it really adds is maybe a little more gore. One, there was one scene that I thought was crazy. I don't remember it being this gory the first time. So I don't know if this is just added stuff but you know the scene where the guy gets his eyes gouged out um I think uh, big, big, big john little john okay, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. um yeah. did they actually show his eyeballs popping out of his sockets in the theatrical version you know i don't remember i don't I remember like, if they did i feel like yes because here's the thing when you said the guy getting his eyes gouged out like i, I do remember like i do know who he did that to so the fact that yeah. i did know means i must have seen eyes pop out maybe maybe it was one of yeah. those things where as they're just starting to pop out of the head that's when they cut away and maybe they stayed on it longer maybe your version yeah in, in the in this version like i don't know if this was added or i just don't remember it from the original version but like you see his eyeballs actually like pop out and fall onto the floor like it's gross it's really like gross for me and i it's i handle gore i think i'm remembering it differently because for some reason i remember that after they die and then um the what's um what's the granddaughter's name uh allison allison when she goes to the house and they start looking around when she comes across the bodies and they're laid on top of each other i remember i and i could be wrong but i distinctively remember that uh, little John is the one that got his eyes popped out that he was laying there with his eyes still connected to his head, but hanging out of his sockets, like hanging on his cheeks. Yeah. I think it was something like that. I, they just like, they show it a lot more in detail. Maybe, maybe I just didn't notice it the first time, but they show it like happening in more detail this time. I mean, so. it's a, I mean, it's a gory yeah. film. I, yeah, I, yeah, I welcome it. That was the only thing I noticed throughout. And then the ending is changed. Um, so the ending um, which I don't know if I like it more. I think it's a better ending, but it makes it doesn't. I'm I get why they cut it out because when you know what the next movie is going to be, it doesn't quite make sense. But the ending that they have, I don't know if I don't know if you've watched like a clip of it on YouTube or anything. But when uh, Karen gets killed by the window at the end, instead of it just cutting to black there with you know Lori and Michael staring out windows, mm-hmm. it it ends with. Um, Karen's phone starts ringing because back at the hospital, Lori's calling Karen to find out where she is. And Michael picks up the phone and starts breathing into it. So she immediately knows, oh, Karen is dead and Michael has her phone. And so she just like, she goes on this like rant to him. She's like, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm coming for you. I'm going to kill you. And then it ends with her grabbing a knife and walking um, towards the camera as she's saying that. Mm. So. I mean, I can see, I can see what you mean by I don't know if it's better or not. 
Yeah, it's. I think it's a little more like it feels more like an actual ending, like it had like it's an actual like moment that feels like a oh we're setting up for the next one and it's in a real ending. I mean, I don't know. I mean, personally, I I think both of them set up yeah. for the next one. It's just I think what you lose and gain with the different ending that you're talking about is that that mm-hmm. ending compared to the original one that you got from the theatrical cut the theatrical one having it just be them looking out the window it it very strongly like suggests like is almost as if they both yeah. are in that moment sensing each other and it just emphasizes the yeah. connection that they these two have the other one it just kind of gets rid of that so it just seems like she, the answers are given to her so now she goes on a vengeful thing which it gives her more screen time but also it gets it gives Lori i guess like the the time to shine in order to show that like she's in yeah. she's in rage mode instead of just like she knows something is wrong and I can I, sense that I'm coming for you. My, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not too drastically different, but no, they're not too you different. Get some ta- you get some takeaways. Yeah, I don't I know. Think I, I think I like the spiritual, co- the suggestion yeah. of spiritual connection that the original ending had. Yeah, it was, I liked, I thought the original ending was fine. I think this one, I think it's cool. It's like, just like a cool, well done scene. The issue with it is like, I know that the next movie takes place like years later. And that she still has to heal from her wound. So her walking down the hallway of a hospital with a knife kind of just means nothing probably, to me. It's because, probably the reason where is she going? Started. Yeah. That's you know what? I bet so. money what they did is that they shot slightly different endings. And because they yeah. probably weren't sure when the next one was going to be. And by the time they mm-hmm. did, there's like, all right, put in the one that makes more sense, which is just let it end yeah. on like that. Them yeah. That's, that's looking at each other. So I think, I think it was still like a cool and like an idea for ending. I guess it just, it, it didn't work, but it was, I thought it was a cool ending. Um, but other than that, it doesn't really add, like, there's no new scenes that I saw. Everything else is just like, I like a little bit more of what we already got for a few scenes. But aside from that, it's not really any different. Um, so if you didn't, if you didn't like it the first time, you're not going to like it this time. Uh, I, I liked the, like I said, the things I liked the first time I liked more, the things I did not like, I liked a lot less. So I think it's a mixed bag of a movie. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, I think it's fine, but Oh, well, that's not the movie we're talking about today. Today, we are talking about uh, one of the most beloved sequels in the franchise, if not the most beloved, Halloween 2. I shot him six times. I shot him in the heart. He's not human. Universal Pictures presents Halloween 2. More of the night he came home. There was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason, that wasn't even remotely human. Is this some kind of a joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Janet, go tell Mr. Garrett we're having trouble with the phones. There is no place to hide. He will always find you. What's this? It's a Celtic word. It means the Lord of the Dead. Mr. 
right? In 1981, uh, not directed by John Carpenter. He did not Wait, want to make this movie. I, I could nope. no, hold on, hold on. I could have sworn that from shit I've seen, he said that he didn't want to make another one, but he did. I thought I he thought he was like, it. no, but he, he produced he it and he wrote it. it. Okay. He wrote okay. it. That has the same uh, cinematographer, Dean Cundy, as the first one. So it looks the same. It feels the same, but it's not from him directly well then that then that answers the conversation at the top of this episode how a big continuity mistake could happen when john carpenter the man himself is not on set yeah um i think he was on set for some of it but But he wasn't on uh, set for that maybe (laughs) heads would have rolled that shot um, would not have been shot he would have been like all right ready and hold on what the fuck is that he's like what it's like look at him oh yeah uh, hold on we'll go change that yeah do that but uh, it was directed by Rick Rosenthal, who actually ended up going on to direct another Halloween movie that is nowhere near has the same uh, status as this with Halloween Resurrection. Don't know how that happened. Don't know how you can make this and then yeah, make I can that. See the sun. I can see really? the Really? I can't. Well, no, I'm just going off the continuity. His, his contribution to that film was probably his little snippet of him was that continuity error. And then there's like, you're good at this. And he's just like full <laughs> control for the next one. I'm like, what is this? And it's just like, like hey, yeah, I didn't really pay attention. Um, Halloween 2. Uh, very much a love film in this franchise. I just want to get your general thoughts. Travis, you've talked too much, uh, quite a bit about how much you like this movie. What are your thoughts on Halloween 2? I think it's one. I think it's honestly my favorite. I do really? remember. I honestly, when they play Halloween movies, uh, every Halloween, uh, I, I get excited. For, I love the second one. Yeah. Like the first one, it goes down in history, but. I don't know. The second one just gave me more, man. I just, I don't know. I just like it. Yeah. I, I just, I love the whole hospital thing. It's like fucking yep. power gets cut out. He's just picking these people off. I love the ending with like, you know, the explosion he's walking out in the fire. It's just like, it's just yeah. so fun. All of it to watch. It I is. Just enjoy it's, it. This, this movie is the original, but on crack. It is everything you loved about the first Halloween, but more. Um, it is, it's, it, it's also, a little less suspenseful, also, but it's, the, it's here, fun. Actually, I think it has its moments of suspense because you cannot tell me that the scene where oh, she's yeah. trying to get inside the, the fucking hospital oh, and yeah. at the last oh, yeah. second as the camera's oh, closing yeah. in Loomis or, or the security guard, I can't remember who it is, unlocks. No, Loomis does. He unlocks the door, gets her in, closes it just in time only to fucking turn around and just see Michael walk through the door. Yep. I'm like, yep. this dude is unstoppable. I love I it. Yeah, I love I, it. My favorite, Halloween, one of my favorite scenes, hands down, in the Halloween ha- franchise. Ha- Halloween Two is like I, I just love it. I, it's, it's easily my favorite. Maybe not easily, but it's definitely my favorite um, of any of the sequels to, to this day. Still, 
Um, I will say I always find it really goofy practicality wise when you see it like yeah. just play out uh, this the scene towards the end where they're in the room and they're starting to fill it with gas. As you see yeah. them get closer to people, you can just like it's already such a small room and like you, you can't like you can tell he's trying really hard not to like actually hit Lori or Loomis because like, you know, he's not supposed to. So he's like swinging, but he's kind of curling his arms in and she's like right there. I'm like, all right, he would have hit her. But like I can I it's just it's just funny. Like I can see he's not fully trying because he's trying to make the shot work but besides yeah. that it's just i just i love how it plays out it's great same it is uh it's awesome i think it's great um i have i it has yet to be topped for me as far as halloween movies uh or halloween sequels go there are also, days when i think i like it more than the first one but yeah i'm mean, no, yeah i know i 100 agree but uh, also have <laughs> there's <laughs> when when that room when they fill it with gas like you know how like loomis looks at Lori and like tells her to get out yeah like right before he blows it he yeah. like says I to this day he says two different things. The second one is what like get, uh, here's the thing. He he says two separate things. The first like the first time he says something and it cuts to Lori and then back to him and then he says Lori get out now. I understand that <laughs> part. The first one he's so mumbly. It sounds like this to me every time and I've l- watched it so many times I try to listen but every time it comes off sounding like this it sounds like that every time i'm like what are you is he saying is he What's saying he? get out like to, but like i just don't understand it the first time it's so it's so mumbled let's, i'm gonna let me see let's let's watch it i'm gonna play it here i'll set you up for it ladies and gentlemen let's uh, we're gonna now cut to the exact shot i'm talking about in halloween 2 with loomis telling Lori to exit the room here we go He's swinging his arm around, trying to stab people. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, he, he, goes, right. he, he literally goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can hear what he says again. You see what I mean? He literally Just goes, this. He, he's, I, I, I can decipher it now. I think he's, he's, he's trying saying, to saying, Lori, get out. He's saying, but... Lori, get out, but it comes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> it, it, it like... cuts to her and then back to him. And he goes, get out now. I'm like, why couldn't you say that the same way the first time? It always bothered I've, me. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, That's oh, really I don't funny. know what it is. There's always these little things in these films that like bother. Like it, they don't bother me, but like they stick with me. Yeah. So when I watch yeah. it, I go, oh, yeah, you remember that one? Like no one oh, yeah. would pay attention to that. All right. I well, always we find that so funny. Just a, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 everybody listening, you, you've, you've just heard the clip that we cut to you. Like, you know, you can make your own decisions, yeah. but it's just, it's funny. Like you can kind of tell, but it's just, I love how he just decided to go that route. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Jesus. Well, let's dive right into Halloween two and break this movie down. Plot beat for plot beat. And as we begin, we hear the words, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Mr. Uh, Sandman. Uh, we are introduced to the movie through that song, which is now iconic with uh, Halloween, um, which I think is really, really cool because I think it's a fun song. Uh, we pick up during the ending scene of the first Halloween film as we once again see Laurie Strode as she instructs Tommy and Lindsay to seek shelter at the McKenzie's across the street. After they leave, Michael goes to attack Laurie. Uh, Dr. Sam Loomis, meanwhile, as he watches Tommy and Lindsay screaming and running out of the house, bursts inside, shooting Michael in the chest six times. Michael topples backwards over the balcony, falling to the ground, and Loomis goes to inspect the body, but Michael has disappeared. Oh, no. 
uh, thus beginning our movie. A neighbor comes out to see what all the noise is about. Loomis tells him to call the police. When the man asks him if this is some kind of joke uh, that and that he's been trick-or-treated to death tonight, Loomis responds, you don't know what death is, which I think now, is a really Here's fun my line. thing. I always wonder, do you think that guy, after Loomis said that, took him seriously and, and went back in and called the police? Or did he just no. kind of like, fuck I, you? I, th- I think he said, fuck off, old man, and he went to watch TV. <laughs> as, as, re- as one would. That's what I would probably do to be. God damn it, Jeopardy Zone! <laughs> Fucking Jesus! We we then get to hear the brand new version of the iconic Halloween theme for the first time as the opening credits begin. Now, I love this version of the theme song because it's super '80s and super fun and weird, and uh, it's like it's just the original, but again, beefed up and bigger and more. Yeah, and it's, it's really also cool. and they really allowed themselves how the first one ended to have this one start on such like a a climactic yeah. note because yeah. everything is just moving immediately yeah yeah like it just it grabs your attention it's like it's such a strong hook from and, the beginning of a story yeah You're like i'm already it, in it really feels like a part two like a true like second oh yeah part of yeah. a two-part story and yeah. i think it's really the way they do that is really awesome uh meanwhile michael is stalking the neighborhood making his way into the home of mr and mrs elrond uh, he takes a butcher knife from the kitchen counter before stealthily finding and killing mrs elrond in her kitchen her neighbor, Alice, hears her from her screams from afar. Alice goes back into her house to resume a conversation she's having on the phone, but her uh, friend tells her uh, to turn on the radio. It's there that she hears the news report about three teenagers found dead. After noticing that the front door is open, Michael Myers appears from behind and stabs Alice in the chest. Uh, I think this is a fun little first kill, if you will. I think all the stuff at the beginning with Michael just going, or it's just a great like reintroduction to my- Michael. Um, after we've seen the first one, like I love that it immediately starts with him just killing people. One, because he only kills like three people in the first one. This one, it's we are we're already at three deaths within the first yeah. ten minutes. Now, um, this is this is during or after? Like, because he walks into the kitchen and steals the knife from yeah. the old lady making his yeah. uh, wife, uh, his husband, her husband. Fuck yeah, a sandwich. Yep. And I always thought that one was weird, too, because he does that thing where he comes in behind her, grabs it, picks it up, and then he just leaves. And you're like, oh, Jesus. And then it, it has the has the audacity to like, yeah, yeah. But like he has the audacity to cut to her and she walks back, yeah. doesn't see it. And all of a sudden it has just like what I feel is an abrupt shot where she's just got she has blood on her hand from like touching yeah. where he picked it up. And she's like, yeah, ah! like I'm like, wait, yeah. like and she's like looking as if somebody's in front of her. I'm like, wait, is she? Did she die? Like, did he come back in? Yeah, I'm confused. That, well, that's what it's implying is that he, she looked up and she, she sees him standing there. Oh no, I never, screen. I never got that. I, I yeah, honestly, that's what, it, it that's played what out did. for me. It played out for me that basically, hold on, it played out for me that he, like, basically walked in, took the knife, and then left, and she just got freaked out that she like found blood. That's what I thought. Oh no, no, she sees him there and then he kills her. It's just off screen. But I guess the filmmakers did not do their job if you didn't get it. Um, I, mean, I, I did. I, I mean, but I mean, both. I guess are. I. I don't know. I just. It, it didn't. I. I just thought he left. Fair enough. Which uh, I thought was a baller move. I'm like, I'm just gonna take this. <laughs> like, be, but like, be happy that I chose to let you fucking live. You know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lori is being brought to Hanfield Memorial Hospital. Upon arrival, Lori is given a shot to put her to sleep, despite her pleading against it, which I think is illegal, but we're just gonna allow it because the movie says so. Because uh, movies. Back in town, as Michael's rampage unfolds, Sheriff Lee Braggett and Dr. Loomis drive across town searching for him. 
Brackett scans the streets as he continues to blame Loomis for letting Michael out to begin with, which I don't think is fair, but I kind of get it because he did kind of let this all happen. Uh, they soon pull over as Loomis sees someone who looks like Michael Myers approaching. He exits the car, aiming his gun, but before he can shoot, Brackett restrains him. And as what they think is Michael walks across the street, out of nowhere, a police cruiser crashes into him, ramming him into another vehicle before it explodes. Which, which is... I also find, like, ridiculous, <laughs> because it's so blatantly clear that, like, that kid is not Michael. Like, just because of, like, the mask alone is... Um, like to me like it just looks completely different now on top of that i always thought that kid was so fucking stupid because like he's literally being like told to halt it's clearly established yeah. from like the police car it's the police and he's just walking away looking over his shoulder i'm like i'm just gonna cross the street and try to get away from this guy i'm like dude they're talking to you like what are you yeah. what are you doing I, I will say, I think this does what Halloween Kills tried to do way better just with this scene where you just have one character that's mistaken for Michael Myers, which make and it makes way more sense why he would be mistaken for Michael Myers, not some guy in a. Well, that one, that one, hair. that one's fine to me because of the fact that like it, it, because that only lasts so long, like it's only a few seconds while the other yeah. one, they had like a whole act dedicated yeah, to like, that's so Michael. I think, He's over and there. I think like, even, and just by, and I think somehow doing, giving it less time makes it more. Yes, impactful. very much. You know like, why? Because it sets up a mystery because now you don't yes. have a living person walking around, you kill him. And then they have the, like the realistic thing of just like, we're going to have to Wet get this Z. cleared up. Yeah. Let's take the body. Let's analyze it. And it's like all stuff that would regularly and very standard by the book would happen in real time in real life so it's yeah. like all yep. right fuck we have this amount of time now until yeah, it's like it's they can get those bomb. answers and, and yeah yep. exactly and they're like what's going to happen during that time yeah um but yeah so that so the car explodes don't know why it explodes that does that, that i don't That's think just cars, just ex movies. cars don't explode when you hit no the, the, the kid was wearing a, the, kid, the kid was wearing a fucking c4 vest that's why he was running away he was cool. running away pretty fucking guilty okay um Bracket asked Loomis if this was Myers, but Loomis isn't sure. As they watch the burning I cars... He, I believe he says, Is it him? Is it him? I don't know! <laughs> like, that's great. Um, Deputy Gary Hunt arrives on the scene to tell Bracket about the bodies they recovered from the Wallace house, and one of them being the sheriff's daughter, Annie. Uh, back at the hospital, Jimmy, who is just a horny little EMT, has mm -hmm. taken a special interest in Lori Strode, comforting curly, her curly in her room. Boy. <laughs> got that you got that jerry curl going yes uh nurse alvis soon enters to tell lori that her that her injured ankle will be taken care of tomorrow uh stating that lori needs some rest telling jimmy to leave the room because she knows that he is just trying to get his fuck on which also that that's always been a weird thing for me in this movie like why is he so, like he's never met this girl before in his life she shows up at the hospital and he's like I'm going to abuse I'm going to abuse my privileges as a hospital staff and just spend every waking second with this girl who can't mm -hmm. move. Yeah. That's it's, weird. It's a, it is a little it's a little weird. like I mean dude, be professional. And plus yeah. He's in there way too much and there are a couple of times yeah. where he's in there and then like the nurse comes in and check on her. You would think yeah. she would be like, "Hey, get the fuck out." Yes, it happens like three times in the movie. It's like he just keeps coming back to her room when they keep telling him to like, leave. Like I wish <laughs> that, that the nurse had the audacity to walk and be like, "Don't you got something to do? Get the fuck out! Yeah. You're being creepy. You're lucky Ano she's asleep right now because you're giving off pedo vibes." Another thing, when I was, <laughs> another thing when I was going through the plot of this movie, when she tells him tells her that her ankle is going to be taken care of tomorrow, 
that doesn't happen when you go to a, when they if you have a broken ankle you can't just let it sit for a day like that needs to be like put in a cast. this is this like, is movie logic it's like ah you gotta let it you gotta let it breathe i know, I know. it's just something I noticed. phd no, over here we're gonna let it breathe for, for it's like a tr- think your ankles like a nice uh nice uh you know big old steak you know you want to let it sit out you want to let it get some aeration you, you thaw a little you bit cook that Nah, no, nah, nah. you gotta let it get a little ripe. Once you start seeing a couple of flies, that's how you know you're that's, in the sweet spot to wrap it up. That's how you know you're gonna you're gonna get salmonella. Uh, <laughs> right, well, Lori, what happened to you? I got salmonella foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, news crews and police cruisers surround the Wallace residence, where Sheriff Brackett identifies the body of his dead daughter Annie. Rest in peace, Annie. Uh, he continues to blame Loomis as Brackett leaves to go tell his wife the news. Loomis speaks with Deputy Hunt, insisting that the body that was hit by the police car has to be inspected, as he is unsure if it was actually Michael. Uh, Michael. Meanwhile, Michael is making his way to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital to resume his search for Lori. Uh, back in her room, Jimmy returns to comfort Lori. Again, just keeps coming back like a Late fucking boomerang. Like a, oh my god. Uh, Also, that's the other thing. You're telling me that what appears to be the only hospital really in the town, you're telling me this, like, they already (laughs) seem so understaffed. You're telling me this guy's not getting calls to to go out for the night? Like, come on. There's somebody that's... Yeah, I know, but, like, it's just like, how much free time do you really think you have? Like, the real world, like, a hospital's booming. People are doing Uh, stupid shit all the time. Jimmy returns to comfort Lori, telling her that the man who attacked her was Michael Myers, uh, and that it's all over the news. Nurse Alves returns uh, to tell Lori that the phone lines are down, so she's going to try again to contact her parents. Um, she sends a nurse named Janet to find Mr. Garrett, the security guard, to see if he can fix the problem. Uh, Janet then finds Mr. Garrett, ha- hands her a walkie-talkie. Or Jana finds him, and Garrett hands her, her a walkie-talkie to keep in contact with him before going down to the supply room and check the fuses. While searching through the dark room, he opens a closet door, and a pile of stuff falls down on top of him. Michael then appears from behind him before bringing a hammer down on Mr. Garrett's head, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is a fun little... It's a, I think it's a fun little scene. I think Garrett's a stupid character. He's a big, dumb, bumbling goof, but it's it's a fun... It's a nice little suspense-filled scene. Yeah, and also I do appreciate the the uh, they have the prosthetic head, so you see the back yeah. sharp part of it go in for a second yeah. before it cuts. I'm like, hell yeah, it's really really cool. Um, and this is like I think this is like the first of like the gruesome deaths because this is where you re- this is where the because the first one is very like tame and calm and that's it's not really about the gore. Whereas this one it cranks the 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 deaths and the kills up to eleven. And I think this is the first like uh, we get warmed up to it with the stabbings in the beginning and now we're doing hammers and all this other stuff so i think it's a it's a good like progression of the 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 deaths um all the medical examiner at the medical examiner's office dr loomis deputy hunt and a medical examiner observe the charred remains of whom they believe to be michael myers the medical examiner estimates that the body is someone who was only 16 or 17 years old meaning that it could not be michael as loomis states that michael myers is 21 uh, as they leave the office, they learn about some current chaos taking place at the old Myers house. Arriving on the scene, they find several angry townspeople throwing rocks at the, at the windows. They are n- soon approached by two teenage boys, claiming that they are looking for their friend Ben Tramer. Nice little tie-in to the original movie. Um, after hearing Tramer's description, Loomis and Hunt deduce that he was likely the one in the mask who was struck by the police car. 
Uh, Hunt soon receives a call about a break-in at the local elementary school, and the two take off to continue their search. How much would it suck <laughs> just to be that trainer? <laughs> God, Honestly, that's so, just... Like, I th this is a better ending for him than anywhere else, I'll tell you that right now. Probably, I guess, but just like, him, put just... him in a car crash. Hey, at least he plays a good point, like a good. I like guess he, he delivers a, I just, per a purpose. I do, I do, I do find it. It's just really funny. That's like we never really get to meet him or know who he is. We just hear about him in the first one, and then this one, we still don't really get to know who he is because the only time we see him, he's in a mask and then he dies. It's just, I think it's funny little like, like a twist, I guess. I like how movie. I like how he like in this film he was just like you know what no one's ever done this before I'm gonna take that weird white mask that nobody else is buying for some reason yeah. I'm gonna put some overalls <laughs> with it oh that's going to be killer man like uh, no uh, one's thought of that the dude I'm gonna get dude I'm gonna be so hot tonight <laughs> wearing this oh dude people are gonna be chasing me down. And he's just um, like, well, I was right. <laughs> so back at the hospital, Lori is in the middle of having a dream. Uh, in it, we see a young Lori arguing with her mother, uh, to which ends with her mother yelling that I am not your mother. Uh, and in the next part of the dream, Lori sees herself as a young girl again, this time at a hospital. A boy a few years older than her sits quietly in a chair, staring blankly out the window. And he turns around when Lori enters the room. Um, I always thought this was weird and kind of contrived it's just kind of forced uh, in there i don't it, know it i i don't i don't look i don't think it was forced i i i've already said i'm a big fan of it being like oh they're 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 family and that's a nice little yeah, twist. yeah. But i will say that just the kid that they got i always thought it was just funny how like i mean i what face could he really make but when he turns around he just gives her this look like like uh, and he just looks like a standard teenager given that like yeah god you're so annoying face <laughs> like it's just it's so goofy yeah, it's just also, I've always, he's it's, he just he's dressed normally like I don't know to yeah, make him seem like a little bit more jeans. Yeah, yeah, like it, it looks like during like they just grabbed a kid off the sidewalk and go, "Hey, we're about to film in this room. Can you just like sit down for a minute? We'll pay you like 5 <laughs> bucks." Like give him just like a white like the white attire that they had for Michael in the first film when he like tried to break out like to give the 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 like visual illusion he's in a loony bin. He's a little unstable. He just he just yeah. looks too normal. I'm just like, what the, who the fuck is this little rug rat? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a, it's an, it's an interesting scene. It's a cool scene that I definitely get why it's there. I think it's just like, it's very like, we need a scene in here to establish that something more is going on. So here's a dream. And it's not really a dream. It's more like a, like, she's just I will having, say, like, I mean, it's like it a dream. It, it is weird because it, it, it's just like abruptly you are just. Yeah in that yeah, room like, and she's just like michael it, why are you mad at me why won't you talk to me or it's like here, here's the two memories that could allude to what we need you to know later in this movie so we're just yeah. going to show them to you and call and it i a dream. think and also logically it's like bitch you're thinking of this now yeah it, you had it's, no it's idea still, before but it's still it's fine it, it serves its purpose it's fine um Meanwhile, in another part of the hospital, Bud, the ambulance driver, is flirting with a nurse named Karen. He convinces Karen to meet him down in the therapy room as the two of them sneak down into the therapy pool to get their hot tub fucking on. Get their uh, sex. <laughs> sexual. Also, the thing is, that wasn't a hot tub. You do realize that, right? No, but it's basically a hot tub. But here's the thing. It's, it's a therapy it's, pool. It, is it? Because I, I was always under the assumption... I was always under the assumption that it just happened to be like a top, like a, a, like an open, exposed, but like 
boiler and i I was always watching it going like okay they see it as a hot tub cool they're trying to get the freak on it's like that clearly wasn't made to be a hot tub it's literally like boiling water for the building you're fucking in the water that everyone else has to use no it's it's a it's a therapy pool it's like a some that's what i looked up it's like some sort of i think it's for like patients to use for like i I don't know a little therapeutic you could use for water but I even if it is, it's a little weird how it's like it looks like got some it has some Freddy Krueger vibes yeah, down there because they the, have steel the pipes fact, and everything. The fact like, that you're able to turn like, the heat up that high. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's the fact that like it's like not dressed up in like any way. It looks like it's in the industrial part of the of the of the building where probably patients shouldn't be going. Hence the reason no. why I'm led to visually believe that like that's not really a hot tub. They're just like it works just the same. And I'm like, well, where's that water going? Is that coming out of the sink? What if I get thirsty? Am I going to be drinking your juice right now? Like, I don't want that. Oh, gross. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. No, no, these people are medical professionals, and they give so little shits for literally other people's medical (laughs) safety. It's hilarious. Like, how did they get these jobs? Did they just have a waiver? Like, you want a summer job? (laughs) It's like, all work in the hospital. Like, God, it's so fucking crazy. I mean, you've seen the attitude some people at hospitals and doctor's offices have. They hate everything. They're mad yeah. at everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. The amount of I can't I can count on on my on my one hand how many times I've gone in there and tried to talk to a nurse to get some answers. She's like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna go fuck in the water that everybody's gonna be using. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely happened. No, <laughs> it's Not a cutthroat to that degree. Hey, no pun have. intended. No pun intended. But it's a cutthroat business there, and they're not oh, gonna God. try to slip up <laughs> because they well, need to keep that job. <laughs> While sharing an intimate moment in the pool, Michael Myers walks into the adjacent room and turns up the pool water temperature. As it begins to heat up, Karen asks Bud to turn it down. And as he gets out and goes to do so, Michael appears from behind him, strangling him to death, which gets a really cool death scene in, that's like silhouetted in the door that I always thought was really well shot and really, Steamy really cool. Steamy glass. Yeah. I like it. It's really, really awesome. Um... Michael leaves Bud on the floor before making his way behind Karen in the pool. She plays with his hand sensually for a moment, thinking it's Bud, but finally turns around to see Michael staring down at her. Uh, Before she can do anything or make her escape, he grabs her face and forces it into the scalding hot tub water, holding it under under until the skin on her face blisters and boils uh, before she finally dies. And notice that the whole time Michael's hand is under the water, too, and you don't hear him making a noise. He's um, just like, yep, 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 dude. This is, I think, this is probably my favorite death scene in the entire franchise. I think this is my favorite kill from Michael Myers. Period. Yeah, because it's, it's like it's brutal because it's not yeah, quick. Like it takes a minute for it to take effect. It, it's creative. It's like you don't because it's it's not involving blood. It's not stabbing. It's not cutting. It's like it's not hitting. It's just it's using hot water, and I that's just very. So stuff like that is rarely done in slashers, and so when you get deaths that are just like n- not gore related, I mean it's still kind of gory because they they, they tried to do that out, years but... later with Jason X. Uh, it's a whole fucking yeah, thing, but he has with, the, the yeah the with the, nitrogen, the, yeah. the frozen head that explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just like I um, saw that and I was like, it's just not the same. Yeah, and also that's a lot like more not comedy, but it's goofier. It's, um, it's whereas so this is straight horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this, I love this scene. I think it's really, really creepy and scary and it's just, it's easily, I think the most disturbing death that we've seen from any of these movies, at least in my opinion. Um, 
at the local elementary school, Loomis Hunt and several officers observe the classroom that has been broken into. There are traces of blood on the desks, with one of them a knife sticking through and a crayon drawing of Judith, of Judith Myers with the words sister written below. The officer then draws their attention to the blackboard where the word, I'm going to say it wrong, but I know it's not pronounced this way, but this is all I know how to pronounce, Sam Hain. I think you pronounce it differently, but I don't Sal, know how. It's Salmain. Is it? Okay. Um, also, why did he go... <laughs> is it clearly explained why he goes to the elementary school? No. I don't think so, no. Like, it, it, like the only thing I can think of is, did he go there because there were, like, records that he thought he could look at to establish that it was Maybe. her? I, it's never really explained why he went yeah, there. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Because my... it's not explained enough, I, I, it makes me feel like Michael decided when he got up after getting fucking shot off a balcony, he's like, I'm going to go to elementary school and I'm going to write sister on the chalkboard real quick. It was like, why? It's like, yeah. hey, none of your business. That's why. Yeah. Like, it makes no exactly. sense. Um... Yeah, where it's uh, Sam Hain is written in blood. Loomis explains that Sam Hain, her cellmate, whatever the hell it's called, uh, was the name of the is the is the name of the Celtic Lord of Dead, um, which they kind of just leave that thread hanging and don't really go anywhere with it. But it's just kind of introduced. Been, it would have been a lot more hilarious if they walked in there and literally all he had written on like this was the time for Michael to just be like fucking goofy action action hero in the 80s where you just they look at the board and it just says in big letters right across it school's out he's like <laughs> and they're like oh god he's doing puns now we have to stop oh him. <laughs> uh as the men discuss uh marion chambers arrives uh telling loomis that the hospital wants loomis to return uh, right away, and their administrator, Dr. Rogers, wants all of this swept under the rug as quickly as possible. Loomis refuses to leave until Michael Myers is either captured or killed. Marion then reveals that they send a federal marshal to ensure he does as instructed. Loomis regretfully finally agrees to go back with her. First of all, what the hell? Why are they trying to cover this up? <laughs> I mean, I get it, but uh, also, Small like, that's... Small town needs basic that's, problems. That's fucked up. That is incredibly fucked up. Um... But yeah, I think that was a. I thought that was a nice like way to kind of bookend these two movies by having Marion come back because we we haven't seen her since the beginning of the first movie and now she's back to kind of wrap up the story with them. So that's cool. I like that. Um, actually, I like that character a bit. Um, but yeah, the whole Sam Hain thing, or I, I still I'm never gonna pronounce it right. But that whole thing is just. I think it's cool. They never really do anything. I don't know if that has any connection to the stuff. Um. Uh, the the curse of thorn stuff later in the series, but I don't think they had any intention yeah, to have what they think... were planning in this one to yeah, connect to what no, they were doing no, later because no, no. they started I'm getting just... in different directors that they just kind of just took things I and always... they just really abruptly rolled with it. I think we were we would have expected if there was a little bit more consistency, we would have seen a lot more specific because follow up to what they were hinting at here. I just I never understood what would the point of introducing it in this movie was because you already have the motivation as the sister, so why do you need this other thing that's just it's, kind of it's just one of those explained. things. Look, they they knew going in, it's like we're gonna make another one because we can already tell this is going to be a franchise so let's pop this one thing in here so that way it doesn't detract too much from the main story but it's something that way when we make a crazy story next time Vic, you remember in the film before this so we can go oh that's what it means yeah um, we return oh well yeah we return to the hospital where jimmy is once again in Lori's room for the millionth time get out you horny little perv jesus christ he tells her that he's not going to let anything happen to her before noticing that something is wrong and she won't wake up possibly a reaction to her medicine um 
which is to me weird because she just looks like she's dead because she has her oh, yeah, eyes she, wide yeah, open. She's just... That always weirded me. I'm like, I would be like, oh, are, are you dead? Like, what is this? Um, like it, <laughs> dark joke. But it's like the nurse walks in. And he's like, you're. It's like you're in here again, Big. I think something's wrong with her. He's like, what? He's just like, she's just been laying there, like eyes open and everything, Big. It, I th- I think she's dead. He's like, are you sure? He's like, well, she's been like that, and I've been doing a lot of stuff, and she hasn't moved an inch. <laughs> And he's like, what? He's like, what? Just check on it. Oh, check on God. Her. That's, oh, good Lord. This guy gives off those vibes. He kind of does. And it's, I, it's, he's very creepy. He's, he's really, really creepy. Also, I mean, she's like, and she's like into him. It's weird. Also, and that's the thing. It's not romantic at all. That no. like, you just, you just met this person. And just because you're sitting there going like, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Get away from me. Like, no, I'm going to protect you. Bic, you're like, more of a threat. You? You're some scrawny little nurse boy. Like, get away from me. Like, get out of here. Like, yeah. Eh, it, yeah. Eh, eh, eh. The whole Jimmy thing is one of those things where it's just, it comes completely out of nowhere. And I don't know why this guy thinks he's a hero or like he's, he thinks he's her boyfriend or and something. He also, like, and we'll see weird. in a little bit. And we'll see in a little bit. He gets like knocked out like a bitch. Yeah. So oh, yeah. he can just um, fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he tell uh, Jimmy tells Nurse Janet, who runs off to find Doctor Mixter. Uh, Janet goes into his office, sees him sitting in a chair, and calls out to him, but he does not respond. She calls out again, but still no response. Stepping in closer, she spins his chair around and discovers that the doctor is dead with a needle sticking out of his eye. Um, as Janet backs up and begins to scream, Michael attacks her from behind, injecting her with a needle to her temple, killing mm-hmm. her. When Janet uh, fails to return, Jimmy grows impatient and goes off to look for her. I think this is a cool death scene. Uh, both the re- I think the reveal of the doctor being dead is really cool, um, just because it's like really suspenseful. And then the him coming out of the shadows and just stabbing her right in the eye, like from the side, is like yeah. that's just like makes me like cringe every time I watch it. Yeah, I like, like the, oh, I, I like it for the lighting. The lighting setup yeah. they chose to do that in there. It's really cool. Yeah. And also they have practically. They mimic the lighting based off of what they practically had on set because I do remember the the doctor in his office had a fish tank, so that was giving off some like flickering yeah. wave like lights. I just thought it was a nice touch. They didn't need to have that, but it's like, yeah, he's gonna have a fish tank. It's gonna look cool. Trust us. Like yeah. I, I did, I did like that look. Yeah, I love the way that whole scene is like, like the way it looks and the way it's shot. It's really like it adds to the whole suspenseful vibe of the series, at least when the earlier movies. Um, Michael eventually makes his way to the Lori into Lori's room. He stabs at the bedsheet several times, but discovers that Lori is not there. It is then revealed that Lori faked her medicine reaction and is now out of bed, limping down the hallway, attempting to flee the hospital. She hides inside an empty room and tries to make a telephone call, but the lines are still down. Um, Nurse Jill, who is searching for Mr. Garrett, eventually runs into Jimmy, who tells her that Lori is missing from her room. Jimmy continues searching on his own and goes into the operating room where he finds a nurse, Alva's, strapped to an operating table with an IV running out of her arm. Her blood is all over the floor. Jimmy turns around to get help, but slips in the blood and falls to the floor, knocking himself unconscious like Like a a little bitch. bitch. What a bitch! <laughs> I remember watching it, and I didn't even bother giving him the time of day. But then, when I just see him slip and fall, I'm like, "Get the fuck out, you fucking guy!" And I think it's because they wanted to keep this what they thought was a smart love interest. Like, it's like if he stays knocked out, then he's not a threat. Michael won't come across him. He won't die. Oh my god! Yeah. Why? Why have him here? Yeah. You don't need him. Yeah, he's a dumb character, and um, 
it it, it always makes my heart a little happy. I would have much on his rather. Face. <laughs> I would have much rather just like in every other one with a boy love interest. I would have much rather had him be with Laurie at a certain point, and then Michael is coming. He's like, "Go get out of here!" And he like tries to square up with him, and then Michael just like whatever attack he does at him, Michael just stops it seamlessly and just like snaps his neck or crushes his skull. I'm like, "Yeah, that's what you yeah. get, Dick." Like it's so much funnier oh. that way. I love it. Also, also the other thing I love about this scene is when he finds the nurse strapped to the bed like that like is really cool because it makes me wonder like what did he do to her to like put her in that position like what was that death like and i think those when you those scenes where you just see what he did but didn't actually see him yeah, do you it are cool because it makes your mind wonder yeah, yeah it's yeah, really, yeah. really cool like um, me it's like he strapped her down and then like punct like punctured it yeah. into her arm he meticulously did that he's like you're gonna bleed out and you get to yeah. sit here and experience that oh god That's it's like so it's, mentally yeah. fucked i know uh jill then tries to leave the hospital but discovers that her car won't start discovering that all four tires have been slashed as well frightened she runs back inside she finds Lori, who is still in too much of a daze from the drugs to be able to speak michael right, comes the, up here's my question the, yep real quick real quick so logical like i answer honestly one if you if you're if your tires were slashed do you think you would notice them before you got into your car yes or no uh, I can say this with from experience. When I once got into my car and didn't notice I had a flat tire. When did you find out you had like it was flat? When I, started, driving, when I, when I started driving out of the parking lot and I was uh, making weird noises and bumping on the ground. Okay, fair enough. So I'll give it that. Here's the other thing: How come she has she has flat uh, like a flat tires? But is that the reason why her car doesn't start? I don't know. Maybe he just like, took the engine the out. Yeah, he took the whole engine out. No, maybe he fucking... You're telling, he, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's got mechanic overalls on. He's absorbing the mechanic. He literally got in there. He's like, oh, we're just going to pop that fuel cap real quick. <laughs> like, I have maybe, he just, maybe he just took something out of I'm just the, saying, like, inside like, the car. I don't know. Why Why slash the tires if the cars, if you've done maybe, it in the car maybe, where it's not going to work? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Maybe he popped out, like, the interior and just, like, clipped some wires or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it, like it's enough that her car doesn't work. Like, yeah. it's like, it, if anything, it's a dick. If he got the car to not work, then there's no reason for the tires, which means he's just being a fucking dick at this yeah. point. He literally yeah. tweaked it. He's like, there we go. That's good. And got out and then just like did his sideway, like head tilt to the tires and went, hold on, I got an idea. Like, he's like, <laughs> ah, bitch. Like, she doesn't need that. <laughs> She's not going Gosh. anywhere. Uh, it's so Jill's funny. Jill finds Lori, who is still in too much of a daze from the drugs to be able to speak. Uh, Michael comes up from behind the nurse, stabbing her in the back with the scalpel and lifting her up off the ground, which I always thought was really weird, but also really creepy. I love, I love, I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. I just, I just I'm always like, wonder, I'm like, God, how strong is this man? I know, but I just, I, that's why I love it. It's so great. Like, yeah, you see the shoes yeah. fall off, and he's just like... And yeah. also, and I always picture how painful is it? It's like the equivalent oh, of like seeing, like, painful. like, in Texas Chancel Massacre when he throws people on the oh, hooks, yes. and then yeah. all your body weight's being put oh, on that, which God. just makes it worse. Like, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, like, I can't imagine, like, having something and just, like, slowly, like, climbing up my, like inside of, that's oh god that's because there's only two things because then your mind starts racing there's two things that can happen one you're being lifted off the ground more and more pain because your body weight's getting put on it and then it's either searing pain that like that you're already getting or your tissue is going to give out and then you're going to further slide down the knife as yep, it goes yep, up your back yep. like that's the it's, thing it's just oh god no that, that's disturbing um 
Lori runs screaming as Michael drops Jill to pursue, pursue her. Uh, Lori runs downstairs. She That's enters the hear the Yep. It's awesome. I love ding, that music. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, she enters the maintenance room, finding the body of Mr. Garrett suspended above her. Uh, as and this is kind of and this is a nice like throwback to the end of the first movie where she goes into the house and finds all her friends like in different positions. Yeah, I like that yeah. she's starting to do that again with this. She finds uh, Mr. Garrett suspended above her. As Michael approaches, Lori manages to find a small access window into an adjacent room and makes her way through it. Michael slashes at her with the scalpel, but Lori evades him. Michael eventually gets the other room while Lori runs into a service elevator. He mm -hmm. continues to follow, but Lori manages to get to the ground floor and runs outside taking shelter in an unlocked car. And again, this movie is notorious for having those shots where she has got her back against a wall and yep. the enemy is closing in. It's just easy way to build suspense, both in the elevator yep. and shortly coming up when she's trying to get back in the hospital. It's just great. Like, it's so simple, but I love it. Yep. Because, yep. you know, Same he's here. not going to get her. But I'm like, ah, fuck, just whatever's yeah. supposed to happen, happen already. It's so there's so many great tension field moments throughout this whole movie. Um one of I also find up. it. I also find it funny how when she's in the elevator, as it's about to fully close, his hand yeah. gets in be in between the door yeah. right before it closes. You're telling me this man can do all this shit, lift somebody up by a small knife, but if he gets his hand in the door, he can't open it back up. Yeah. <laughs> also, aren't those things built in where it can sense when like something's in the way and it opens back up again for a second? I, like, I mean, I don't know if those ones were because they're from the early '80s, but no, nowadays, they, yeah, they they, they, mu they must. How funny Maybe. would it have been if like the door's closing and the hand comes in and all of a sudden it just like it just like taps his hand like it does nowadays and goes boom boom and opens back up and she's like oh fuck yeah no. um meanwhile while being driven by the government marshal loomis Lo learns from marion that laurie strode is actually the biological sister of michael and judith myers marion explains that laurie was adopted by the strode family after her biological twist. parents died in the year 1965 what a twist. Had her record sealed for safety what do we think about this twist why the fuck would they care about hiding? Hi, why the fuck would they care? <laughs> like, I let's hide know. it for her safety. He's locked up. They're like, really? They're not going to well, be like they need. It's more about Michael because, like, it's to keep. They wanted to keep Lori. Um, and I guess no, but that's the thing. I'm just saying, realistically, they wouldn't do that because, like, as long as he's like locked up, like it's it it's like it's fine. They wouldn't like kind of like lock away her. Like she's she's not important enough. Like in like the legal system. No, but like they still want to keep her safe. I know they don't give a fuck about her. No, I think I think it was more about just like they didn't want Michael to know like anything about her or her whereabouts or anything. So they kept, you know, all. Well, that look secret. where that got him. Yeah, well, it didn't really work. Um, but yeah, the twist itself. I've learned to live with it. I think it works for this movie. I think it's fine. I would rather it not be the case. I would rather have maybe gone in a different direction, but they do the absolute best they possibly could have ever done with it. And I think they nail it well enough. Um, and I know you, I know you like it a lot. So I do. I don't know why yeah. I like the fact that they're connected because, yeah. it, because it's the only, uh, to be fair, it also explains, it's the only thing that can make sense for having him always coming after her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if yeah, that yeah. wasn't there, you would watch that movie and be like, man, that was good. And then somebody would go, why does he keep following her? And you go, well, well, um, uh, oh, fuck, why does he keep following her? Like it, it make, it fills a plot hole. Yeah. Um, 
things suddenly begin to make sense to Loomis, now knowing that Michael is deliberately targeting Lori. He asks the marshal to turn the car around, but the man refuses. Loomis pulls out his gun and shoots out the car window in an attempt to threaten the marshal. And the then marshal he says, and turns the car around. <laughs> like, um, turn the car around. Which this part never right really made sense because wouldn't wouldn't the marshal also have a gun? Why didn't he just pull Yeah, but out? he's driving. They're, I, I guess deputies, these marshals, they're not good multitaskers. Fair enough. Try try but, try texting while driving. I don't recommend it. It's it's no, it's hard. It's so difficult. Uh I do like the scene I do like the whole scene though. I think it's a nice like Loomis is like back and you know, he takes this moment and he's kind of back, back to being this kind of almost badass kind of character. Yeah, he, he gets in the, the they had an extended version of that scene where he pulls the gun on him and like literally shoots out the window and he's like, turn this car around. He's like, you really trying to play the tough guy card? He's like, we're going back. And then he pulls out a fucking Corona and goes, Halloween night, back in full swing. And he just starts chugging it. He's like, damn, what a badass. It's, it's um, on. Back at the hospital, Jimmy finds Lori in the car. He tries to start it, but no luck, because apparently none of the cars in this place work. Apparently, every car in this parking lot is because just... he fu- he literally took out all their engines and slashed all their tires. I guess so. Jimmy then passes out due to his head injury again because he's a little bitch. Uh, as Loomis, Marion, and the marshal arrive, Lori crawls out of the car and she tries to call for help, but they cannot hear her. And I think. J, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's acting in this scene is really, really great. And everything, I think she's really great when she, she's not in this movie, unfortunately, as much as I wish she was. But when she is, I think she, like, knocks it out of the park. I think she's great. And I think this scene is one of the defining moments of why that is. I think seeing her, like, scream and, like, not being able to get her voice out is just really, really good. Yeah. Um... Where was I? Uh, Michael soon appears in the parking lot, making his way around towards Lori. With that revealing red light, I might add. Yep, yep. Uh, She manages to make it back inside the hospital, and just as she does, Michael follows her and just walks right through the door, because that's what he does. Um... As Michael enters the building, Loomis opens fire. Michael collapses to the ground, and as Marion goes to the mar- to the marshal's car to radio for help, the marshal leans over to Michael's body because he's stupid, apparently, uh, and does not learn anything. Um, and as he's doing so, Loomis warns him, "No, wait!" But it's too late. As he's not breathing, <laughs> uh, Michael sits up. Uh, very quickly, slitting the marshal's throat. Uh, as he gets up and makes his way towards Loomis and Lori, the two run for safety. Uh, I always thought that was a cool death scene, just because it's very, like, I don't know, the way it's edited together, like, the the pacing of it all, it's like, wait, no, and then he just dies, and then it's on to the final act of the movie. Um, and it's a really cool, like, he also little, does like, springboard. Like, he, he does the kill like a complete badass. He grabs him yeah. and pulls him down and over to his yeah. opposite side. And then he slits his throat. And as he's finishing the cut, he looks back up at them. Almost yep. like as yep. if he's, like, sending a message. But he's you like, both yeah. are fucked. I yep. love That's it. That's exactly what it does. And it's awesome. The pair trap themselves inside of a room as Loomis gives Lori a gun. Michael breaks down the door before Loomis opens fire on him. But he soon discovers that he is now out of bullets. Oh no, uh, Michael takes the opportunity and stabs Loomis in the stomach. Uh, and as he falls, Michael steps past him and towards Lori. But as she calls out his name for the first time, he stops and tilts his head. 
uh, finally, the two finally acknowledging the sibling connection between the two of them, which I think this whole scene is really cool. I think this moment where she calls out his name and he stops and he has that moment. Um, I think it's, it's very, I don't know. It like has it, this like sense of emotion and finality to it, I guess. It's a very, it's a very, Oh, you remember me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like those moments where like, we think we're about to get some sort of like human moment with Michael, but then we don't. And I, I really love scenes like that. Um, as uh, soon after, though, Michael begins to walk towards her again. And as he does, Lori shoots him twice, both times in the eyes. Blood is now streaming out of his Amazing eyes. accuracy, by the way, yep. for the fact that she's never shot a gun before. And also, she had her eyes closed the entire time. Yeah. You're telling me yeah. she hit both eyes? Like, what a marksman. <laughs> I know. Um yeah, well, you know, we see... Oh, wait, no, that's not canon in the new one. Oh, whatever. Um, But, yeah, we see that streaming out. We see the blood kind of streaming down his eyes and out of both holes, and it creates that iconic shot that I think is really cool of him kind of taking his hand off of his face and the and the blood just dripping down. I've always loved that shot. Practically, I love it, but 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 practically, it, it doesn't work. Oh, it makes no like, sense. Yeah, it makes no like, sense. They, yeah. Have the, they have the tubes going in from the top of the eye socket, so you clearly see his intact eyes and just a single stream yeah. going over his eyes. Yeah. And like, ah. like, the reality is that you, what would happen is just there's going to be blood spatter on, you know, all over his mask. That's all that would happen. Dude, if but, they really had the, had the time or whatever and considered it, it would have been like they would have came up with some design where it's like his eyes would have been like blown out completely and you would have seen that yeah. and because of like i guess like the the be like the the burn or from and velocity from the gun like it would have singed like around the 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 sockets of the mask so he would have had like fucking like heath ledger like kind of eyes or something like it would have been really interesting yeah heath ledger um, joker everybody okay. yeah yeah jeez know your films um i think they also just did it just because they were it's a lower budget movie and also like they don't have too much time to shoot these and they also it's it's an 80s slasher and they didn't really care as much i really want to be in that room for that discussion where he's like all right yeah. and then she she shoots like and gets both of his here's, eyes here's, and here's how that discussion goes they're gonna tell you how it they have it going down and then you're gonna be like well that's not really how it would go and it wouldn't make sense to be like they're gonna t- they're gonna look at you and they're gonna tell you to get the fuck out yeah no but i just imagine somebody's yeah. in there and be like you're telling me that she hit both of his eyes and he's like yeah, yeah. it's like are you you we are you sure like that makes no like there's no way there's no yeah. way big dude it's happening okay i'm like all right dude. gotcha i'm um, just a lighting guy i don't know where do you want it overhead or key <laughs> like loomis though bleeding out gets up and begins loosening the valve on a canister of ether which for those who don't know because i just found this out today is a really flammable type of gas uh lori takes the cue and begins to do the same thing on the other set of canisters on the other side of the room. Loomis orders Lori to get out of the room. No, well, and then he and then he pieces. says, "Cut to the audio." <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when she books. Um, yeah, he says that. It's so fu- I never noticed that before. I don't know how it's, I've never noticed. Right, that before, right. it's, um, yeah, it's. Re- it's like he just woke up it's like yeah. he just like it's like he was sleeping and somebody, that's what i sound like, like when someone tells me something when i wake up <laughs> yeah like it sounds like somebody just like nudged him from a deep sleep and he's like loomis he's like ah, 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 what 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 is it give me get out like it's just so so great he's the high budget actor in this film you got exactly <laughs> um 
Where was I? Uh, it's just like, can we take uh, it from the top uh, one more time, Mr. Pleasant? It's like, why? He's like, I think that was perfect. He's like, it's just we couldn't really understand what you were saying, Big. I made that choice. I'm like, okay, I guess we're we're moving on. Um, but after hey, Loomis, a- after Loomis orders Lori out of the room, he he says to Michael, "It's time, Michael." Before taking his lighter and blowing up the entire surgery room, destroying both of them in the fire that follows, which is an awesome way to close out these two's story. And it would have been a perfect ending of this franchise, just this two part epic horror thing. And it would have been awesome. Um, and at the time it was uh, engulfed in flames, Michael stumbles out of the room. Oh, I want to say this time. part. I want to I want to say this part. I'm going to make it epic. Yep. Lori sits at the end of the hallway, cowering behind what seems to be a water fountain, maybe as the flames are crippling around her. And then, as she thinks, in that moment when she's taking that final breath, she realizes the nightmare is finally over. But then, you see movement through the flame as the figure, the shape, the one and only Michael Myers walks through the flames completely engulfed and just surrounded in heat and fire and ember. And then in that moment, she peeks around the corner and then her eyes light up as she sees the unstoppable evil force that is michael myers coming at her she doesn't know what to do and in that moment michael takes a few more steps and finally collapses to the ground she is able to finally sigh a breath of relief as we cut into a close-up shot of michael's face and the mask the one very iconic mask being burnt from his very flesh Ooh, chills the opposite of yeah, I, I do love this is a great scene this is a great final moment for these two characters i think it's an awesome final um goodbye moment and it's it's creepy it's and it's literally scary like and it's... i sent him to hell yeah it's you awesome know? and you know um but yeah he is michael is now finally dead for now uh at daybreak Lori is loaded onto an ambulance She's having visions of Michael's burning body as she is driven off into safety. And we hear once again, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Dum, 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 and that is Halloween, too. And oh, my God. The pedo guy is in the car with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And that, that's that's what they wanted to do. The next film was going to be him basically being the very like uh, they tried dating. But then she's like, no, nah, I'm not interested. He's like, no, you're coming. Do you think that you're do you mine. think that's. Do you think that's a Jamie's dad? The guy that's what? What? The guy, the pedo guy. No, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this right There's now. A There's a chance. Don't do it's this. Never, has it, was it ever confirmed who she married? Don't do this, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I I cannot live with the fact that this man acts like this and he gets laid for it. There's no way in fucking. I'm drawing the line in movie logic at that. <laughs> no, I think shortly after the you see the car driving away, like literally as the camera cuts a minute down that road, she Lori literally kicks him out of the car like full speed. I would hope so, but probably not. And then he gets knocked down on the gravel. Be like, that's the only thing you're good at, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. She'll come back for me. I ain't coming back for you. But that that is Lord that is uh Halloween two. It's a great movie. I think it's an awesome sequel, and I think it is still the best sequel in the series, Travis. Any more yep. uh, thoughts, exactly. feelings. Nope. I feel yep. the same way. I love it. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. I, love it so I much. I've seen it a million times. I will see it a million more. I think it's terrific and if you haven't seen it i don't know why you listen to this whole thing but if you haven't seen it you should go watch it's it. so good that sometimes when you're in the mood to watch halloween you will watch the first yeah. one because it's like i gotta see this so i can get the full effect of the second one yeah 
Yep, exactly. Just so I, good. I think honestly, I would say two is the most rewatchable. Even oh the first yes, one. yes. I think down. it's. Um, I but I think both of them are. But I think two just has. There's something about it that just. I don't know what it just has this feeling about it that just feels. I don't know if nostalgic is the right word or like comforting maybe, but it just it's to so. Me, it's, it has. It's, the it first has the two most iconic kills to me. Like when maybe. I think of Halloween, the kills that I just that really sit with me. I'm like, the I love that. One with the knife are great. Yeah, like they're, they're they're just they're all in the second film. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's just the kills are just they're they sit yeah. with you better. I think just everything. It's just I like I love this movie, and I think the first one is a better made film overall. But this one just everything is bigger. It's um a little faster. It's more intense. Um there's a little more meat to it this time um which makes it both better and worse in some areas but it's just it's so fun it's just that's the word i think of when i think of this movie it's it's comforting and it's fun and it's mm-hmm. everything i want i could want from a sequel to halloween yep i 100 percent agree yep so next time we are going to be talking about two movies actually because I don't want to spend an entire episode talking about Halloween 3, but I do want us to talk about it a little bit. So we're going to do a little kind of mini version of this with Halloween 3 next time, followed by a full discussion about Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, because obviously he was only dead for a little while before coming back. So until then, thank you for listening to this episode of Lock Your Doors, a Halloween podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to like the YouTube video, or if you're a podcast app listener, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else podcasts can be found. Uh, If you like what we do here on Lock Your Doors, you can check out everything else we have going on here at Lasting Light Media, including short films such as our Halloween fan film that is also titled Lock Your Doors, starring Travis Troller, who is with me right now. Uh, I say that in the film. It it pays off, trust me. I I directed it. He he didn't say that, actually. Now you ruined the twist. If any of that sounds exciting to you, you can follow us all on all forms of social media such as Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lasting Light Media. And be sure to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash Lasting Light Media. And be sure to hit the notification bell so you can be the first to see all the latest videos, short films, and episodes of everything else we have to offer. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Stay scary, my friends.